Welcome to the biggest Harvest Moon game in history. Harvest Moon, One World. Explore the different areas and villages of the world, each with their own unique flora and fauna. Fall in love with five different bachelors and five different... Welcome to Do You Want to Keep Playing, a podcast about first impressions. Each week we'll try out the opening 30 minutes of a game and then ask the question, do you want to keep playing? I'm Jono. And I'm Ben. And this week's game is... Harvest Moon! Hey, Mr. Jono! Hey, buddy, how's it going? It's going pretty well, actually. Thank you, mister. We are into the, the dying embers of February right now. So, <laughs> so winter, winter is showing her back to us and, uh, and we're sort of heading, you know, straight forward into spring. I'm enjoying it. Yes. I'm enjoying it. I got to, got to go out in the sunshine the other day when I was running and it actually, you know, felt a little bit like summer. It was kind of lovely. Oh, me too. I, I, the sun beat down. I went for a nice walk on Saturday, my government mandated, um, walk. Sure. Yeah. And, <laughs> yep. And it was sunny. I was wearing walk a, now. <laughs> I was wearing a light jacket <laughs> and sunglasses. And it was, it was like, yeah, it, summer is coming. And no pants. hopefully by the time, yeah, no pants. <laughs> uh, that's how warm it was. And hopefully by the time <laughs> summer comes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it was a whole thing. Um, yeah. Sure. <laughs> by the time summer comes, yeah. We will be allowed in pub gardens and we will have all kinds of shenanigans going on. So that's, that's going to be exciting. Do you know what, Jono? My, uh, my, my dear father rang me up recently and, um, Lovely. I'm not a fan of the crickets at all. Uh, I don't really understand the game. I, I was forced to play it. Ah, back so not the, not the insect. The, not the insects, the no, no, no. And um, and he called me up and said, uh, "I've got, I've entered this like lottery thingy, and um, and I've got some tickets to go and see England play against New Zealand in the crickets in June time. Uh, would you like to come and and sort of uh, see it?" And I was just like, "You know what? I hate cricket. It's possibly the worst thing. I, I can't imagine like a cricket. more boring day <laughs> sure. than, than sitting there watching the cricket." But it's an opportunity to go out and socialize. So I just mm. sort of went, yes, yes, anything, <laughs> please get me out of the house. So hopefully in, in sort of June time, I'll be sitting up near Birmingham in Ed- Edgebaston, I believe it is. Uh, nice. Having a, having a bit of a boozy afternoon slash morning slash evening, whatever, watching some England cricket stuff. And that's, that's the point of lockdown. That's the point mm. where we are now at lockdown yeah. is that I'm I will... agreeing to do things that I would never <laughs> ever do in a million years. <laughs> I, I remember speaking to um, a mutual friend and surely fan of the podcast, Pete, about uh, cricket. I was in the huge pub. Fan, mentioned... Huge fan. Huge uh, fan. Number yeah. one fan, you might say. Number one fan. <laughs> and I yeah. mentioned that about my distaste for cricket and he said he was like i've been to see the cricket a couple of times and it was the most fun i've ever had because i don't yeah. think it's about watching the cricket i think it's about just getting it's really not. drunk in the sun yeah these 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 people who go and watch the cricket they're not really watching the cricket are no. they they're just on a no. bit of a jolly which yeah. sort of gives me a bit of hope even though i'm, I'm not the world's biggest drinker these days but uh <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have sunstroke basically yeah 
podcast on Zoom call. <laughs> yeah. Next time, this could be a withered prune of a man. <laughs> it's going to be horrible. Yeah, yeah but Pete just going, telling me all about it. And at no point did he mention what was actually happening in the game that he was watching. Yeah. He was like, so, and then oh, we did you drunk. enjoy the game? Yeah. <laughs> I like, guess. Yeah. I mean, it was on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you know something else rather exciting happened this week, buddy? Mm-hmm. The trailer for Mortal Kombat was Ooh. released. Yeah, we're a video games <laughs> podcast, so I feel like we definitely need to talk about this. Did you did you yeah. see it? What did you think? I did. I I thought it was exactly what I want from a Mortal Kombat trailer. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the first thing that happens is Sub Zero freezes Jack it's Jax, isn't it? His arms yep. off. That's Lieutenant Jax to you, Sunshine. Lieutenant Jax, his arms off. Yeah. Um, and they explode in sort of a load of gore and then yep. he gets metal arms. And yep. I was like, yes, if you're going to do Mortal Kombat, this is how you do it. <laughs> yeah, it can't be Just... a PG or 12 or anything like that. It needs no. to be a hard R. It needs to be an X, Jono. I'm, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what the difference is. Probably, it's probably the naughtiness, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully, you know, it's there's no... Well, you know, maybe we'll get an X for just too much violence. Too dang much violence, yeah. yeah. There's a bit at the end of the trailer where uh, Shang Tsung sort of goes, finish him, and then they just play a very quick blur of several fatalities yeah. uh, that they're yeah. going to have in the movie. Uh, yeah, it's it's one of these ridiculous things, which I feel like we need right now. Mm. We need a little slice of ridiculousness in our lives. Yeah, so I'm on board. I think it looks great. I think it looks exactly... You know, you're not trying to reinvent the wheel or create high art with a Mortal Kombat film. I mean, you're not even spelling <laughs> combat correctly. So, <laughs> you know, like, let's just do, you know, let's go down. You know, maybe this is the year, the finally the year that video game movies get their just deserves. Cause we've got an Uncharted movie coming as well. So, yeah, I'm significantly less excited for the Uncharted movie just because I've, I, I don't know. I, I do love the games, mm. but. I I feel like I get everything I want from the game, you know? Yes. No, I it's agree. It's a very cinematic experience. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. But we'll see. You know, I might be, I'm, a, you know, that might be a good, a good, if they can just, I mean, Hollywood has for years just been trying to, you know, recreate the Indiana Jones adventure vibe. And sometimes yep. they come close, but I don't think they've National ever quite treasure. recaptured it. <laughs> National Treasure. Um, the first Mummy has got a very Indiana Jones. The mummy, yeah. yeah. I love so I love those Mummy films. They're really yeah. good. But yeah. no one's ever quite nailed it. And so I'm, whenever I, you know, Uncharted, which is, you know, essentially <laughs> Indiana Jones in all but, much, you know, yeah. name. Um, maybe this is the chance that they've got to, to sort of get a good 21st century Indiana Jones off the grounds so I'm, I remain hopeful as ever well and it's, it's Tom Holland as well uh, you know a very yeah. hot property uh, and speaking of which Segway did you mm. see they released the name of the the new name of the Spider-Man film I did I did it's it's uh, Home uh, Spider-Man Home Alone can't believe it <laughs> can't believe that they're doing that that crossover with the multiverse yeah Spider-Man <laughs> Home Alone 2 Lost in New York <laughs> now that is a game that is a film I would love to see <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what's, what's 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 the actual name? It's Spider Man. Uh, Never go home or something. Yeah, yeah. We should have or... probably thought about this before we brought it up. <laughs> uh, mm. Yeah, Spider Man um, uh, can't get home. Uh... Spider Man lost his way home. 
it's 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 a bit unfortunate i think uh, or it, it's i don't know i hope it's not a bad sign that neither of us can really pluck that name out of there because home no way home is really easy oh yeah no way home that's it no way home that sounds a it. bit like a john claude 1980s action movie doesn't it john claude van damme style <laughs> john claude van damme has no way home <laughs> <laughs> never get back home <laughs> again home yeah home. yeah i'm i'm super super pumped for that movie it's home is great where the heart is great <laughs> enough on that what, yeah what have you what have you been up to this uh this week mr johnny what have i been up to i've been playing a lot of um assassin's creed valhalla um oh, yeah okay yeah which is really good i really like it okay you, know, you it's, sound a bit I'm not, resigned yeah no no i this it's not doing anything it's not doing anything that's you know revolutionary. I like the the general gameplay sort of loop, which is um, you go out to these new areas and then you kind of forge alliances and do missions and then yeah. you slowly build your clan. Um, it's it's they've obviously very much um, tailored it to to combat, and so I feel like the actual assassination stuff has taken a bit of a backseat in this one. Um, right? Yeah. Like the. <laughs> they, I got, I saw a tip online because I was just getting spotted. Like I was, you know, you stand in a bush and someone spot you, and sure. um, someone online was like, well, "Actually, turn the assassination difficulty down too easy because, like, it's just broken." Um, because uh, the, the people just ease too easily spot you. So I was like, "Okay, I'll try that." So I turned down too easy, and still they just spot you, kind of. It's it's kind it's kind of ridiculous. You can't really do the sneaky sneaky as well, which I kind of miss. Uh, and I think yeah. it's deliberate. I think they want because they've got this new exciting combat system that's you know it's quite deep and um, it it's it is certainly better than it has been in previous installments. But I just kind of miss that like sneaky sneaky stab stab um, you know chain assassination sort of stuff. And yeah. I think maybe maybe I'm missing something, um, and maybe I need to craft my character towards towards stealth or something. But it doesn't really seem to be that option. I don't know. Like at keep playing pod, if I'm just an idiot and not doing it correctly, because I do kind of miss that. And they they've brought back in that um, from the first game, the blending in mechanics. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's completely pointless, and I've never used it. And occasionally, I just sit on a bench to blend in, and I'm like, oh well, this this is. I don't really understand why I have to do this. And then, yeah, so it it just seems to be like a, we've done this to appease people who are asking for it, but we're not really going to use it. So that's, but, you know, on the whole, I'm super enjoying it. I'm enjoying riding around on my boat and raiding and, you know, being a Viking in general. So. Do you know what? I tend to find the Assassin's Creed games are a lot less tight than they used to be. So when we, we actually played the first one for this podcast, mm. didn't we? A long yeah, time we ago. did. And, um, and yeah, the... <sighs> The, the, it was so much more a linear experience. I mean, you, it was, there was no sort of mm. a sense of an open world. There were open sort of cities and things that you could kind of go around and stuff. But there was a much more directed approach to it. And a lot of the, the main missions and things were sort of these more stealthily scripted sort of things. You'd, you'd have to follow yes. someone along and maybe listen to their conversation or try and eavesdrop on them and stuff like that. And these days, it just seems to be more of a, a traditional Ubisoft game of it's an open world and you go off and find the fun yourself and you tackle it your own way. Or at mm. least that's what Odyssey felt like to me. Yeah, I mean, this one, Odyssey had, I mean, I think Origins was where, like, they had these assassinations, it was just 
rubbish. Like, I didn't. I yeah. think uh, Origins of the three sort of new ones. So it's, Origins has been the, kind of my least favorite. Um, yeah, Odyssey, I, I loved, and the the stealth stuff actually still worked out. They had all the sort of blinking around the map and stuff, which was awesome fun. Yeah, this one they're trying to sort of go for a bit in the middle, I think. And yeah, I do would prefer if there was. Do you know what I I loved um, Syndicate, which is the one set in London, because oh, they yeah. did. Um, it was only about half dozen throughout the game, but there was these sort of heist, essentially heist missions where you had like someone that you needed to inst- like assassinate inside a building. But because there's two characters, um, yeah. you could kind of flip between the two. And you, you before you went in, you came up with a plan like right, you, which way do you want to go? And you're going to go in here and disable this, and then you can come in. And it was essentially like an Ocean's okay. Eleven style heist sort of thing, or like the yeah. GTA Five heist stuff. And it just for that sort of thing it was great because you're like right this is the plan we're gonna you do this and i'll do this and then you'll be able to get to this person and take them down silently and it was just that was really cool but it didn't sacrifice the rest of the opening open world stuff and the it just made it made it feel like an assassin's creed game whilst also moving stuff forward so um bring those back that's what i think do you know what is funny this sort of reminds me of the original rainbow six game on pc i don't know if you ever mm. played this it was sort of around about 1998 maybe 1997 that sort of time yeah and it was would have a very much a sort of uh it, it was a first person shooter to a degree but the the major part was the planning part where you would basically line out where you wanted your characters to go and yeah. uh and you sort of literally draw lines up to doors and then kick the door down at the same time and all this kind of stuff and then open enter rooms and things and and that sort of side of it was was really good fun which once again ubisoft has sort of abandoned in sort of favor of more arcadey experience in in the the more recent ones but anyway <laughs> yeah anyway but no you know ultimately i'm enjoying it um so you know and i'm not gonna i'm not i'm not yeah. gonna finish playing it anytime soon there's a lot of content there so i'll keep you updated so all, all we can ask for so we can yeah. ask for um <laughs> hey before we go into the game this week i've got a little little thingy um we we got a lovely e- email this week from a chap called alan white ah uh, a li- a listener. Hi. hi alan long long time listener first time caller <laughs> and uh, and I, I just wanted to say, hey, thank you. That was a, it was a really lovely, touching message you sent. And keep on fighting the good fight that you're doing with all the stuff that you're up to there. So, hey, thank you. Thank you, Alan. Thanks thank you very Alan. much, Alan. Yeah, I also saw the message. So thank you very much. Yeah, what a lovely chap. Yeah. Anyway, Mr. Jono, what are yes. we doing this week? This week, Benjamin, we are doing uh, 96 <laughs> stroke 7. Or slash 1998 as well, actually. It's okay. Urtime periods. Um, <laughs> Super Nintendo classic Harvest Moon. Harvest Say, Ben, moon. Yeah, what do you know about moons and harvesting said moons? I mean, coming from the West Country, I'm assuming you know all about harvesting. Yeah, I mean, what we do at the Harvest Moon is you burn someone, don't you? And then you get a good crop <laughs> for the next year. That's yeah. how it works. Um, I- <laughs> I I have played Stardew Valley. Yes. A little bit. I sort of, I bought it when it was going through its mania phase about five years ago when it came out. Mm-hmm. And then I played it for about 30 minutes on a plane. And I went back to watching Paddington on those little TV screens that you get in the planes because playing video games on planes is not my style, I don't think. No, but watching Paddington uh, is my style. Oh, watching Paddington is great. Have you seen the greenlit the third film? So excited. So Fantastic. excited. Yeah. 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 Bring back Hugh. That's what I say. Um <laughs> And uh, yeah, so I've never really played a Harvest Moon. I sort of know of it because it's one of those sort of genres of games. There's mm. this, there's the Stardew Valley, there's the other one, the Animal Crossing, that sort of stuff is a similar mm. sort of thing from what I understand. Yeah, but I've, I've never really played this. Um, so I was quite excited to get into it. What, what about you, man? 
What's your experience? The same as you, nothing, um, basically. Uh, Stardew Valley, uh, there's a great book by the guy, uh, an ex-author writer for Kotaku called Blood, Sweat and Pixels. And um, in one of the <laughs> yes. chapters, he details... It's our sponsored segment that we do every week. Yeah, Blood, no, it's a really... It's, it's, a great, it's a great book. Um, but he does a a, a uh, retrospective on the making of Stardew Valley, and which is a game I had seen advertised everywhere, but I didn't really know that it was just one guy in his house basically trying to recreate Harvest Moon, which yeah. um, had not there had not been a Harvest Moon for years and years and years due to rights issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it obviously became this big, massive phenomenon. But um, yeah, that's, that's so I don't really know a huge amount about Harvest Moon apart from, yeah, you know, it's one of those kind of work simulatory... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> sort of games, you know, but in like a fun farming way, not a yeah. papers please sort of grinding horrible way. The no. um, I think the Stardew Valley thing. I seem to remember a story about that where it took the guy about five or six years to make, and it, mm. like you say, it's a one one person led team. I don't know if you yeah. had external sort of contractors and things. And apparently, the money that he would have uh, you know, gotten from just having his job. That is well-paid programming job or whatever that he quit, which was sort of entering into you know hundreds of thousands of, of dollars and stuff. Mm. He made that back in the opening twenty-four hours of the game coming out. Apparently, yeah, he because uh, he did it. It was just him, entirely himself, and he had a small publishing deal with um, Playfish, which are a London um, company. Yeah, of course. Who basically just said, "We'll we'll just we'll help you with all the you know Steam Store style side yeah, of stuff cross and all the that." Eyes, things. Well, yeah, but like, and they took a very low percentage. So he made like millions within, yeah, you know, within a, within the first year. I think he made like ten million dollars or something. It's, it's, I said, it's very interesting because you know, but but he also completely gave up his entire life for five years to do it. So it's a heck of a gamble. <laughs> it's, it's the it's literally the indie dream that sort of thing, isn't it? And where yeah. where he flourished, I'm sure there are hundreds of, of thousands of other people who. No, did not maybe not hundreds of thousands. That's a bit of a bit of a reach, but you know what mm. I mean. <laughs> but it's it, yeah, it's a fascinating story um, and worth checking out. What was the name of the book again? Just just in case we we don't get our royalties from it this <laughs> blood, time. <laughs> blood, sweat, and pixels. Uh, I, I just highly recommend because it's it's really in- if you've got uh, anyone's got any interest in um, game development and um, you know the sort of how that works. Very, it's a deep dive into what goes into it, why games get delayed, why games go wrong as well, um, mm-hmm. why games go right, and or, you know, sort of make people think maybe I shouldn't shout at game developers online because my game's developed by has <laughs> delayed by a month. Hey, maybe just don't do that anyway. Yeah, don't do that anyway. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's 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 really it's worth it's worth a read. But anyway, so I don't really know anything about Harvest Moon. I've not really played any Animal Crossings or anything like that. So um, this was kind of a very fresh experience for me. Well, I'll tell you what, buddy. Hey, I'm not mm. going to beat around the bush today. We're just going to go straight into a little segment Ooh. I like to call Educating Jono. Wow. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it's <laughs> a very Blade Runnery, Vangelis sort of experience that you gave us there. Thank you very much. <laughs> Took me back. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Say, Giano, did you know in the localized version, the North American version, all references to alcohol are changed to juice, even though anyone who drinks the juice clearly becomes intoxicated. Also, whilst many elements of the game were westernized for mm. its uh, American and European release, some Japanese cultural elements remained. For example, townspeople sometimes discuss the church and its religion in Shinto terms, which is, of course, Japanese uh, mainline religion, mm-hmm. uh, such as referring to the existence of both a god of the harvest and a god of business, which I'm no expert on Shinto, but I imagine those sort of things are, are commonplace in it. 
which must have been a bit of a strange sort of thing because there's uh hey it's a church it's a church for the westerners what's what's going on what's, what's <laughs> what is going, going on, on harvest moon what is going on <laughs> but i like the thing about the uh the alcohol that's uh that's a very <laughs> yeah, what... six, seven, eight thing to do <laughs> this this juice has got a bit of a kick to it <laughs> oh yeah J- jumba juice jumba. <laughs> uh, see Jono, did you know yeah. There is a dogfighting mini-game against the Witch Princess in Harvest Moon on the DS. Uh, <laughs> wow. Now, it's a bit of a secret. So in order to play this mini-game, you have to stay up late. You stand Ooh. behind your doghouse until 4.40 a.m. and then mm-hmm. continually press the A button until the game until the mini-game activates. Now, it's quite weird. It's probably a, a, you know, a bit of a contentious point, really, that there's, uh, you can fight your dog against someone else's dog in this lovely little kind of farming simulator harmless type thing. That is odd. That is odd. Yeah. Um, but you know, hey, a secret minigame is always welcome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love, love a secret on this podcast. Uh, Mm -hmm. and hey, Jono, the final one. Did you know? I'm so sorry. Uh, Bokuju Monogatori. Oh, yeah. oh, sure. I just murdered it. Murdered the yeah. language. So sorry. Apologies to Bokut. Yeah. Bokut. Yeah. No, we'll I can't. I'm not even going to try. BSBM, we'll call it, was uh, an episodically released version of the original Harvest Moon containing four, uh, consisting of four unique episodes on our new favorite console, the Satellaview. Ooh. <laughs> uh, this is this is, of course the nintendo the funny kind of hook it up to your satellite dish and download oh, games yeah. in the 90s that weird oh, thing yeah. as long as they were streaming at the appropriate time so each episode had to be downloaded by players uh during a specific broadcast week and during a specific time window and it even featured a sound link narration which was a radio drama style streaming voice data type thing intended to guide players through the game and give helpful hints and advice which I think is pretty dang cool. I mean, That's if you're, awesome. you're playing this game, yeah. Having the archers play in the background. I was going to say. <laughs> What's up? Would be great. Just, the, the archers is playing in the background and occasionally giving you hints to, uh, to your yeah. farms, like in, in amongst the drama. Don't For forget our, to uh, water your cows. <laughs> <laughs> For our, um, our out of England listeners, um, the archers is like a, a soap opera that is broadcast on Radio 4, I believe. Uh, BBC Radio 4 every day. Sure. Every, I, every I day. Uh, my mum used to listen to it when I was a youngster, and uh, I've, I, yeah, I've never really listened to it since. I've, I've never heard, never listened to it, but um, it's still going. It's been going forever, and people love it. People do love it. Here endeth the lesson, my my friend. Very melancholic. Very, should have uh... gone for a. Um, I got banjolele for my birthday um, last year, so I should have got. I should have got that out and played a bit of banjo. I feel like you've gone a bit too far hipster for me there, buddy. I'm, I, is that a real word? Banjolele? Yeah, it's a, it's a banjo ukulele. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's quite, quite fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, buddy, now, now we've discussed all our bona fides and all sorts of stuff. Shall we get into this one? Let's dive in. Now, Johnny, we're both playing this on the Super Nintendo, as as originally intended, with Mm -hmm. the 1998 version. Now, Mm -hmm. that's that's a bit of a strange launch date, really, because the N64 had already been out at this point. Yes. 
and 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 from what i understand this game wasn't a huge huge seller over in europe because of that fact yeah i think it it sadly got caught in the the tail end of the super nintendo so um yeah, yeah. i think that's one of the reasons why it's not quite as a as a big a name and they didn't really do another one for a long time you know apart from the right as well as the rights issues i think it's just bad timing basically Bad timing on this on this original one, but there's there's still a heck of a big farm a uh, farm base a uh, user base for it, <laughs> a player base <laughs> for the DS ones and all this kind of stuff. Uh, from mm, what I understand, yeah. apparently there's an N64 one at some point as well. But uh, but we are playing Super Nintendo, so you whack that cartridge into your console, and what do you yeah. see, buddy? Uh, you see the Natsumi logo, which says oh. Natsumi. Serious fun, trademark. I don't think you can trademark serious fun, Natsumi, but okay. Yeah, I feel like that's a bit of a stretch, isn't it, really? <laughs> Off to a bad start, liars. Mm. And then you get the, the Harvest, the jaunty, sort of folksy, homey Harvest Moon logo, which yeah. is kind of, looks like it's carved out of wood. It's very nice, very in, very evocative of the game. Um, yeah. And continue, start, and how to play. Oh, so I don't know about you but i i had a bit before this where it sort of uh does a little kind of intro cinematic for me ah uh, yes yeah, sorry i'm skipping ahead i also had this yes yeah the yeah. Uh, the little zelda boy he yeah. um he is talking to two people who i later find out are his parents yeah and then he sort of runs to the they're on the left hand side of the screen he runs to the yeah. right hand side of the screen and it's all in that sort of zelda-y kind of looking mm-hmm. way and then he tries to go back and his dad steps in front of his mum or something. His mum looks like she's crying. And I know it's meant to be a sort of heartfelt moment, but it felt very aggressive. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you were being kicked out, like you'd done something terrible uh, and uh, and being sent off to the farm on your own. I don't know. Mm. Didn't, didn't sit well with me. And then, and then uh, the Zelda boy runs off and he eats like a rock or something. I'm not sure. And there's a man with a cow and he does some stuff. I've just got a note saying I have no idea what, what what's going on here. Yeah, I, I think um, what's happened is because they when you talk to the townspeople, they um, they say it's your grandfather's farm. So I think what's happened is you've bought your grandfather's farm um, yeah. against maybe your parents' wishes, and you've gone off to do it. There's a there's a little now as as uh, keen listeners know, I like to read the manual on these things. So there's a little <laughs> intro in <laughs> okay. the manual. Give it to me, Jono. Give it to me. Cool. It says Harvest Moon with its uh, nice folksy wooden logo. You have two and a half years to turn things around. You bought the farm, so it's time you roll up your sleeves and try living off the fat of the land. Fresh air. <laughs> the tragedy for album. <laughs> yes. Uh, fresh air and the beauty of the outdoors will be fulfilling, but a successful farm needs a lot of working capital. Ooh. There are buildings on your property, but they are in need of livestock. You have a modest house, but you need to get if things can get lonely in the field. It's going to take a remodel to woo a female farming companion. Your challenge is to dig in and build your life as a farmer from the ground up. How you manage it will determine the outcome, but remember, you'll always reap what you sow. Um, uh, so that's like a little little sort of thing. It's a little idiom there at the end. Yeah. Yeah, well done. So I um, believe you've left the city with your parents yeah. to to start this um this farm against your parents' wishes. Maybe your maybe your uh, your dad grew up on this farm and uh he was like he was trying to be forced into the business by his father sure. and he was like no, I'm going to go to the big city and I'm going to make it as an actor. And his dad, his granddad was like, "You'll never make it." And he went off to the city. and He made it and um, had his son. And but his son grew up. A boy band. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. He made his it 20s. big. He made it big. But oh, he um, made it big. Okay, he did. But you know, he made it big, and and uh, but his son 
grew up um, idolizing that farm and the, and his granddad. And, J- jaded, uh, really, with this with this modern day pop culture as well. Exactly, exactly. Wanted to return to his roots, so to speak. Exactly. Oh. He, you know, no matter how much he wanted to join a pop band, the banjolele called from the back room, and, <laughs> and he and he decides to take what little money he has in his savings account, and he buys his granddad's farm. Um, wow. And, yeah, Rich that's kid. the story. Rich kid. I mean, he's going to need like the little money he has in his savings account is also obviously enough to buy an entire farm. So, oh, his dad was so probably hey, like, "You idiot! That was your loaded. college fund." That was what you were going to send to you to college, and you could make some yeah. of your life. He's like, "No, Dad, I'm going to be a farmer like my granddad before me," and that's oh. at least, yeah, and, that, and that's 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 the story I reckon. It's got a touch happened. touch of the. Uh, it's like reverse Skywalker there, really. Yeah, yeah. You know, hey, yeah. I don't I don't want to be a farmer. I want to be a rebel pilot. Hey, I don't want to be a a rebel pop star. I want to be a farmer. That is yes, a farmer. <laughs> yeah. This is very much Imagine... the exact opposite of my life, really. Uh, I was going to say, um, your young son is probably going to go and um, go back to the West Country oh, at some point. Better not. Better not. It's going to that would be regretful on his part. <laughs> and raise 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 some cattle. I don't know what happens over there. Yeah. There's it's a lot of reasons. It's, it's basically this game is. Uh, yeah. In fact, I think I mentioned this in my wrap up. Really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did this give you some PTSD? I'm, I'm sorry. Too close to home. <laughs> Um, anyway, okay, well, so so that yeah. that opening screen then, yeah. after all of that uh, imagined story, there's yeah. uh, it says continue start, and it also says how to play. Now, I figured the best thing to do would be to go into the how to play thingy. Did you did you do this? Did you try this? I did, I did, um, and it kind I, of gives I loved you... it. I love what they showed. Yeah, it it gives you kind of a little demo of how to plant crops and stuff. It's a YouTube video before YouTube yeah. happened. It's a playthrough, <laughs> yeah, where the computers no... just play through it. It's not not saying anything, not saying this is what you press or anything. It's just a little guy just going about doing his business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I um I watched that for about twenty seconds and then just thought, hey, I'll probably figure this out. I watched it for right. a good kind of five minutes just to kind of get my basics, and then I was like, right, I think I've got enough info to to get me through my first half hour. So. Yeah, then I'm going into the game. Yeah, and the very first thing that you sort of get shown is what what happens. Oh, it asks you to put your name in, as long as your Mm -hmm. name's only four letters long. Which uh, Jono is, so score. Oh, yeah, I called myself Lord. Um, (laughs) You could have just put Ben with like a emoji or something at the end. (laughs) Yes, but uh, the very nature of my character means I can't do that. Lord it was. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Lord Farmer. And um and then it whisks you into the town section yeah. of the game, and there's a lady blocking the entrance to your farm, and she says, uh, "Hey, go and go and ask, go and ask around town before you mm. go back to your farm. You've got to talk to the local townsfolk." Yeah. So, two questions: one, how long did you spend trudging around town? And two, how bad a uh, beginning did you think this was? <laughs> yeah, so I spent a fair amount of time walking around town to chat to people. Um, yeah. A little helpful icon of who I needed to chat to would have been would have been good. But um, I probably spent yeah. about, I don't know, 10 minutes kind of wandering around the town, chat okay. to people I needed to chat to. I found it, it kind of, it very much reminded me of the, of the town hub in Zelda, um, Link to the Past, the little village you go to, like, near the beginning of the game, where yes. there should be sort of characters to talk to and... 
Um, you know, he's a wacky drunk guy. Yeah, exactly. And it kind of you kind of get a feel for oh, these are the people I'm going to be interacting over the game. You know, I'm I'm building this relationship with them, and it's giving you a sort of um, giving you the guidance you need to begin the game. I will say it would have been as I said helpful if there'd just been like a little indicator just to say. Right, you, th- these are the people you need to chat to. Yeah. That wasn't particularly clear, and it took me a while to find the last person I needed to talk to. Yeah, this is it. It took, it took me about 20 minutes to get through this section of the Ooh, game. Oh, okay. And, and by the end of it, I was getting a little bit frustrated, and I don't know if that was just because I wanted just to get into the meat and gravy of this game, mm. which is a bit silly, because it's, it's clearly a very, very big game. There's like hundreds of hours you can spend in here. It's more of a yes. sort of a... You know, one of these Tamagotchi sort of style ones with all the Sims where you can just mess around and do whatever you like for ages. Mm. And, yeah. and, and I feel like a dry entry like this where it tries to teach you a whole bunch of rules and all that kind of stuff, um, doesn't really, doesn't really work that well. I just, I kind of wanted to just get straight into the farming aspect of it. And, and then I didn't realize that I hadn't talked to the, lady in the back of the flower shop yeah that was the that was the one that got me for a bit yeah yeah so i had to spend ages just doing that and i, th- I actually i suppose we should probably talk about what this game looks like and what you're seeing mm. on screen because as you mentioned it's very zelda as in a link to the past in fact i'm pretty sure they've reused some of those sprites for things like the um the the big tree stumps the, yes some of the rocks look very similar some of yeah, the pots yeah. look almost identical <laughs> yeah they've they've someone's ripped off some, a few smart assets that's all i'm saying yeah change change that palette texture and uh, and off we go mm. <laughs> yeah but i mean that's not like that's not a bad thing i think that's no that's that's great that's you know for this sort of game that kind of instantly makes me feel like oh i know what this is about like i can pick these up and you know it makes me feel at home yeah exactly and and it's kind of handy as well because um the fewer barriers you have to something like this where it's uh, the gameplay is very very different to anything you've Mm. experienced before i mean these days we're a bit more fake farming simulators are you know there's ten a penny but um, but back in those days, I can't really think of anything else that would have been like this. No, and I think it's it's quite even because um, you know we've done the last two weeks we've done sort of just straight up um, action you know, action mm. titles, and this yeah. was a real change of pace. And it did take me after I got out of that, especially after I got uh, you know being jumped do- dropped into the village yeah. and just being like, no, go, go and talk to people. It was like what what. There was no, you know, exciting start with a bang thing. It was just like, no, go and chat to people, get to know these people, learn how you're supposed to. And then this game yeah. is very not concerned with getting you stuck in. It's very much concerned with getting you acclimatized slowly and surely. I feel like you also have to put yourself back in that 1998 yes. mindset of, um, yeah. I've just bought this game. I've, I've sat on the bus like for 30 minutes going home. It's the only game I'm going to have for the next three or four months or whatever. So it's going to have to do me. So I'm I'm just going to fully invest myself into this sort of thing. A hundred percent. I mean, if you go through the uh, manual, of which there is a whopping twenty-three pages. Yeah. Okay. Which you know, for a for a Nintendo manual, which were more like pamphlets. Um, sure. Yeah. It's it's crazy. There's all kinds of stuff that happens. There's you know, there's all manner of different things, such as you know, when you sell your crops, so you can raise animals. Um, in mm-hmm. the summer you sell, in the spring you sell your crops. In the winter you sell your eggs and your sort of cows and stuff. It's mm-hmm. there's so much to learn. Um, and so much to do. It's it's very. 
I don't know. There's the, get you just even having this sort of like gradual bit at the beginning. You're only sort of scratching the tip of the iceberg of what's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which, which is maybe why it's a bit unfair judging a game like this on 30 minutes of playthrough. But hey, that's that's the that's the formula that we've yes. we've created for this. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Shall we? Um. So okay. So let's let's skip over that initial opening sort of quite yeah. boring sort of section in the town. And then you get to go back to the farm, and it just sort of like uh, someone comes up and gives you a dog. And the dog yep. just sort of, sort of hangs around the farm a bit. My dog was called Neil. Neil. Okay. Mine yes. was called Lady because then it was Lord and Lady. Nice. <laughs> yeah, pretty clever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Neil, Neil, lovely name for a dog. And, um, and yeah, and then you just sort of get into the whole aspect of the farming thing. I, I feel like there's something, there's a couple of points we want to talk about here. Right? Mm-hmm. One of them is my biggest frame of reference for anything like this is the mobile title, or I suppose Facebook game. Gosh, what's it called? Uh, Farm Farmville. Farmville. There we go. That one. Yeah. Yeah. And that game, you don't have an avatar. You're just using no. your finger to swipe around on your crops and do all this kind of stuff, or and that sort of thing. And in this game, you've got like a little Zelda type thing, Lord or mm-hmm. you know Jono if he is, and and he's kind of walking around doing all the stuff manually. Now, how do you feel about the difference between those those two sort of gameplay styles? Does uh, do I never played Farmville? One? Right. Okay. But um, I kind of, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, probably, the sort of idea, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I quite like this version of it better, just because um, the whole point of this game is you're you're supposed to get invested in your character. You're supposed to, um, you know, you build relationships with the townspeople. You get married and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So you're having an avatar with which to do that um you're supposed to, you know it's supposed to be almost you know role playing with the character which is not something you can do not so much in farmville no, no. it's farmville, more of a kind so... of just straight up like trading and and your farm is essentially the character in farmville whereas exactly it's more he's more of a kind of conduit isn't he to to mm. sort of channel yourself through and then yeah and then the farm is sort of the thing that's around you, really. Yeah, exactly. It's his job. It's like the, your aim. Yeah. Your aim is to build this life as well. There's a way of, uh, you know, and it, build out your farm. And, you know, there's 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 like a little flowchart in the manual, which is like, <laughs> you can be a bachelor farmer or you can get married um, and then and then get thin. Or you can have a baby and have a family. And you, there's all these choices you can make depending on how you want to play it. Which, you know, for a game, you know, in this sort of day and age this sort of time period i think it's really cool yeah it is there's there was actually nothing more exciting to me when i opened up a manual than seeing a flow chart oh, that's what the kids <laughs> want to see <laughs> i love a flow chart so it won me over no uh, okay so what about controls and things like that then uh what what is your avatar capable of doing so you can run time? around you can pick up you go in your shed and you can pick up all your tools there's a little manual which tells you what all the tools do yeah and then you can use your varying tools to sort of start working on your farm so because i watched the video at the beginning um i had an idea of what i needed to do first so i went out i cleared my space i picked up the hammer and the uh the axe so i could chop down trees and get rid of the rocks and stuff yeah um i moved out i expanded my sort of fence posts around and i got the hoe and i i cleared some cleared a nice field and planted some seeds and then got some water in my watering can and Started and it's all very kind turnips. of logical, isn't it? You, yeah. you have to you have to actually like go and um, like fill up your watering can from you know a little the, puddle the river or the, the, the river yeah, or where the lake. Yeah, yes, yeah. I I think because we're sort of used to games like Minecraft and and things mm. like that, that this was a fairly 
you know, we kind of knew what we were doing. With yes. It. Whereas back in the day, I would have been very stuck. And there's also something else we need to mention. There's no UI in this game at all. No. There's literally nothing. Like there's there's no sort of even the the tool that you've got equipped. Yeah. Uh, there's because there's, there's a sort of system where you can pick up two objects at once and then you switch mm. between them. I think by pressing Y, perhaps I can't. Yes, quite, yes, yeah, I think yeah. it's Y. And then X is um. Oh, sorry, it's no, it's X to switch and Y to use them. But anyway, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, it doesn't even tell you which one you've got, you know, selected. And I suppose it doesn't matter because it's not an action game. It's not like you the Twitch response hoeing or anything like that. <laughs> it's well, it's okay. context as well. If you've got the two things in your inventory, if you walk up to, to a tree root, it'll just use the one that you need as long as you've got oh, the correct. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't, I did not realize that. Okay, that's that's handy yeah. to know. And if you hit the select button, it tells you what you've got in your inventory, um, gives you your money, and gives you the date as well. Yes, yeah, and the time of day and all that kind of stuff as well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I I just found that kind of quite curious, really, like not having a a UI. I mean, these days, you'd expect some sort of avant-garde kind of film. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Kind of game experience doing that. But um, but back in those days, this is a mainline Super Mm. Nintendo release that, uh, yeah, very odd. I think there's very much a sense here of, you know, find your own path and and build out the best the way that you want to play this sort of stuff i think it's it's a very relaxing sort of game it's you know more of a sort of pastime than a you know as you said like a twitch response like yeah i'm gonna log into this uh this this, you know game for a little bit of harvest moon and have a little uh have a little play for for 30 minutes kind of thing yeah exactly um so it's just it's very hard to get your head around that change in pace even if you're you know, used to this sort of game. Yeah, and you mentioned that you'd um, planted some seeds for turnips mm. and things, and you watered them. How how far along the turnip genesis did you get? Well, I, I so I did that, and then on day like two, and I went to bed. Uh, but you yeah. can also in your house you can go to bed, but you write in your diary so you know what's happening, uh, which obviously saves the game. I think. Um, yes, also, you can turn the TV on, which gives you like the weather for the next day, so you know what to expect from that. Oh, that's handy. And there's all this other stuff where you have to like make sure you eat um, to keep your stamina up. Um, yeah. You know, there's all this other stuff that I realised that I hadn't even begun to even look at. Uh, thinking about, you know, keeping your energy up and all this sort of stuff. So I was just concentrating on those turnips. And so I managed about a few days and there was some, there was some growing action going, but I didn't yeah. quite have enough, um, oomph to, uh, produce a whole turnip, sadly. Okay. See, I, I went the other opposite way. I, I planted some turnip I, I seen yep. there turnips. It was the bag of seeds that I'd been yep. given by someone in town. And, um, because <laughs> it didn't tell me that they were turnips, uh, on the um, UI. I know that it didn't be- exist. Yeah, because of uh, the manual. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and um, and so I I sort of on day two I went off wandering around my farm, breaking mm-hmm. up uh, tree logs and things like that. And it's this is the part that did remind me very much of the old Stardew Valley thing. Because in my limited experience of that game, I spent most of my time clearing logs and yeah. you know stuff like that, and then passing out through exhaustion. Which my character <laughs> he fainted once after oh, doing no. some log chopping and things, so I wasn't feeding him properly. I don't think. And it's the sort of thing which I feel like younger me would have been super into. But me at yeah. this point in my life, um, it, I, I sort of, you know, I, I don't really have like 12 hours to figure out the ins and outs of a game system like this or, or potentially the desire. Because as as much as, as sort of as well done and well crafted this setting is, yes. I feel like it's a video game. And, and, and this is very much a personal thing. So it's not uh, it's, it's mm. not a slight against the game at all. 
But for, for me, maybe doing like a fantasy farm or something else like that, like a different setting might be sort of a bit more exciting rather than this feels like a very much a straight down the line, it's a farm somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about you, man, if you'd have... Uh, if um, that would have sold it to you a bit more as well, perhaps. No, not re- not really. I quite like the sort of uh, folksy, cutesy, um, you know, setting yeah. and stuff. I think yeah. um, I was looking at this a bit more from a um, not not like you know, would I in actual fact have time to play this sort of game, or would I play this sort of game? Uh, but more in a sort of like taking the game on as 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 it sort of from the mechanics and just overlooking it um how i would feel if i say like i just bought you know i had was 12 and i just bought this game and you know, yeah um and yeah You're furious so that, furious that it didn't get wwf all-stars uh, <laughs> yes maybe <laughs> uh but yeah i think it's it's interesting to sort of put your mind into that sort of that sort of that sort of set of like you would have bought this game deliberately because you knew maybe you know this is what you wanted it and you know does that does it fulfill what it's trying to do and does it do it yeah. well yeah which i course, think is yeah. yes it does you've bit more of a critical eye as opposed to a um personal you know, yes reaction personal yeah. eye yeah there's there's actually one final thing i always chat about sure with this which is the time of day stuff um which you know these days we take time of day in a game just for granted it's a real time light somewhere in the scene that someone's turning and, and changing the color of ever so slightly and hey mm-hmm. presto you got it whereas <laughs> in this one uh, I when I was going around that town initially, I was a bit like, "Oh, these colours are a bit sort of drab and sort of orangey grey, and it looks a bit sort of funny." Yeah. And then they then they shifted, and I was like, "Oh, they're doing palette shifting stuff in here to simulate time of day. That's really really cool." So when you're on your farm, the morning is kind of full of blues and and sort of white hues and stuff like that a yeah. bit more. Not not literally blue and white, but you know, tinted that sort of stuff slightly. Yes. And then as as the sort of the day progresses, it gets more and more sort of browns and oranges in the afternoon and things. And it kind of just reminded me of something when I worked on Game Boy Advance stuff, my one of my first jobs in the industry, messing around with palette shifting to to try and get the most of your assets and stuff. Mm. So so like you know to store the data for a color palette is a lot less uh than than storing the data for a separate sprite for example so mm. if you've got something like a log uh and you want to go like um here's a version of it in the morning and here's a version of it in the afternoon you just change the palette colors as opposed to saving out an entirely new sprite with that log with a different color on it for yeah example. yeah makes sense and and yeah and that that kind of thing just sort of it, it twin twins something in my memory and just made me go like oh yeah that's that's actually really, really cool and a really like a nice way of dealing with it, especially once again for 1998. You know, this is a long, long time ago, and it's it's a really kind of elegant solution to um to stick down on this one. I, I kind of loved it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um. Well, how about you then, man? What what do you have anything else on your playthrough? Where did you leave this one? I got to about day three or four. Um. I yeah. planted some seeds. I cleaned out some stuff. I'd used all the tools. I'd um. You know, uh, got some read read through the uh the manual just to see what what you know the stuff that was going to come up which there's just i mean i i do advise giving the manual a read it's mad how much stuff that, that is involved <laughs> in this yeah. game you know it very much is the very tip of the iceberg like um you can you know there's there's a fishing thing there's um I saw yes, that. Cave yeah, exploring. Cool. You can go up mountains. Yeah. You can get. You can go go into the town. You can go to the bar, and you know things are only open at certain times of day. So the bars open from Monday through Saturday. 
yeah. after 5 p.m. And, you know, you can go to the restaurant. You can start, you know, it's just, it's so deep. Um, this very much scratching the surface. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what then, mister. The old, uh, the old Harvest Moon. Did you want to yes. keep playing? Did I want to keep playing? Uh, I will tell you when I find my notes. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, did I want to keep playing? Nintendo does Farming Simulator, all wrapped up in a 16-bit Zelda-esque package. A gentle, peaceful game with plenty of depth and lots to learn. 30 minutes wasn't nearly enough time to uncover all of Harvest Moon's secrets, merely enough to get a flavour of what's to come, which in my case is a flavour I'm keen to keep on tasting. So yes, Ben, I will keep playing. And I've given it a 7 out of 10, although that's probably going to go up or down the more I play. I feel like there's not really been enough time to get a full full sampling of how I Yeah, yeah. Hey, so, that's, yeah. that's, uh, that's that's a rather lovely, uh, rather lovely review there. Glowing. Thank you. <laughs> so Ben, how about you, Lord Benjamin? Lord Benjamin, well, I too have prepared a little something in case like this. Yeah. Well, Mister Jono, manual labour down the farm pretty much sums up my teenage years in the West Country, <laughs> <laughs> and this was a weird reliving of that. Um, in all honesty, I'm struggling what to say with this one because it's a very hard game to review in 30 minutes. Uh, I, f- I feel like the enjoyment of a game like this is quite personal. It's down to mm-hmm. tastes and, and pacing. My previous experiences uh, with something similar is Farmville. And uh, and the inclusion of this avatar, as I sort of mentioned earlier, it really, really slows down the pace of the game. Because in something like Farmville, you're just dragging your finger across to do all your crops and things. And in this one, you're like, press up, plant some seeds, press up again, plant some seeds, and you're sort of working your way around. It's a lot more of a laborious process, which I guess fits in with the nature of the game. Um, I'm also not too keen on the normality of it all. Give me some sort of style or a fantasy backdrop or literally anything out of, in- of interest, you know, to, to sort of set it apart from the normal day-to-day drudgery. Um, Link settles down on the farm. <laughs> Doesn't quite do it for me. So while it's not a bad game, I personally will not keep playing. And that's that's not... That's not saying it's a bad game at all, because I think it's actually a very, very, like, pretty much groundbreaking game. It's, it's, it's kind of mm. insanely good. But for me, it's not not quite there. Um, I, I didn't actually mention this earlier, but I did have a few issues with the controls as well. They weren't quite as tight as something like Legend of Zelda. And I know it's, yeah. it's because, you know, that's not the focus of something like this. But I sort of still found it a little bit annoying that I wasn't quite getting that... Um, sure. Yeah, you know, that that tactility, whatever the word is, <laughs> for that sort. So, um, so my final score for this is a six out of ten, and I feel like maybe that's on the harsher end of how I felt. Maybe it's maybe it's a six point five. Uh, oh, we'll, we'll go we'll go six point five, Johnny. Six point five. Okay, six point so five is... out of ten. Do the uh, carry the one. Yeah, that is thirteen yeah. and a half out of t- twenty. Not bad. That puts it smack bang in right in the middle there of it our does. leaderboard. It does. With uh, Contra 3 winning outright at the moment and uh, Robocop very much bringing up the rear. <laughs> He's a bit, bit slow, is old, is old Murphy. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. But, you know, you never know. There might be something really bad we played this this uh, season, so who knows? He might not oh, be last the worst. We, we can only hope and praise you. <laughs> hope and pray. <laughs> So 
So, that's it for another week. It certainly is. Join us again next time when we'll be putting another <laughs> classic game through its paces. In the meantime, yeah. if you have any game suggestions for future episodes, or if you just want to get in touch, you can contact us across us across all social media on at Keep Playing Pot. Yeah, uh, we are available wherever you get your podcasts from. So please hit them subscribe buttons as it really helps us get noticed. And it would be amazing if you could leave us a rating or a review. Um, what game are we playing next week, Ben? Hey, buddy, we are going to be doing Alone in the Dark, the, uh, the original dark. horror game. Yes, um, this was just... Edward Carnby. <laughs> this was <Is> suggested <laughs> uh, to us by listener Craig Watkins. So thanks, ah. Craig. Hey, Craig. Thanks for listening and thanks for yeah. uh, thanks for supporting the show with your suggestions. Yes. Yes. <laughs> of course, if you'd like to also send us coffee, that would help too. Uh, yep. Or maybe a book that Jono can just promote randomly throughout the uh, <laughs> throughout the episode. <laughs> what, like uh, Blood, Sweat and Pixels? <laughs> I'm going to have to offset this with something else, because otherwise, uh, otherwise, they genuinely will think we're being audio uh, audible sponsor. Yeah, and uh, and we we don't receive anything from them, not even a Nothing. free audio book, not even no. Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, the um, the classic video game manual <laughs> of development <laughs> written by Yukataku Man. Uh, hey, buddy. Yeah. Hey, buddy. I was hey. thinking. I was thinking. Uh, if you're going to do a nice thing oh, this yeah. week. Why um why don't you take a local dog out for a walk? Oh, um, maybe maybe you've got a neighbour who's in lockdown yeah. who can't take their dog out for a walk, and uh, hey, why do don't it. you do that? I mean, Great dogs idea. need to be walked twice a day, ideally. So I don't know what <laughs> kind of um, dent your your one walk is going to make in that. But it'll help. Every life. little but helps. Hey, every little helps, as they say from Tesco's, mm. who is also not a sponsor. No. Uh, Sainsbury's also available. we will literally sponsor anyone, so get in contact, Tesco's. Well, you keep saying this, but we, we keep on, we keep on rebuffing Malibu, don't we? It's, um, <laughs> Malibu? It's not a right, it's not the right brand for us, Jono. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a little bit too laid back, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> <laughs> Malibu Even... want to send me free booze, I will drink it. No, no, no. I can't, can't be doing that, buddy. No. Okay. <laughs> against the rules of the podcast sure <laughs> um, but hey john if you're gonna do yeah. two nice things this week yes why not, why not why not just tell a pal oh yeah tell a pal tell a pal oh, about this podcast oh he said with mock surprise and shock <laughs> tell a pal about this gd podcast that you gd mm. listen to every gd thursday <laughs> uh, tuesday uh, oh, oh i can't even get that right that's why we didn't get the sponsors john that's yeah, why we're not exactly. sending us the big bucks <laughs> not even square sparse Going to be uh, <laughs> going to be sending us anything, no. and uh, yeah, just tell a pal and spread the word about this podcast that you sort of enjoy listening to and passing the time with in a bearable fashion. <laughs> you whilst, sort of whilst enjoy you can't listening. Go outside. To. <laughs> you can't really get a much of a higher recommendation than that, can you? No, I didn't. No, I didn't hate it. Yeah, yeah. How do you find was the podcast? The review? Yes, yes, fine. Yes, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It you know it wasn't offensive in a horrendous <laughs> way. So, <laughs> hey, cool. my mum is the harshest critic. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, with that being said, um, until yep. next time, dear listener, uh, keep playing. Keep playing.